Alright, we are good to go. It's Thursday. Thursday, yes. All day. Drinking the rare breed. Rare breed sent us some cool stuff. They have awesome tins. All their yeah. coffee has some crazy tin with this awesome artwork on it. Yeah, I like it. It's it really dope. Really cool. Yeah, it's in like a cylindrical tin more so than anything. Yeah. Like classic coffee can design. Yep, and it comes with two different lids. So it has that lid, and then when the coffee's done, it has like a metal lid. So you can sort of use it as something else. Oh, cool. Very cool, yeah. That's nice. I do like repurposed shit. Me too. I'm a big fan of coffee cans, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's like freaking classical tins and like mm -hmm. little mint tins and Altoid cans and coffee cans. Like that's the classic storage shit. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. So, very excited. Um, I've tons of like old bullets in my grandparents' basement and tins and fucking. That's awesome. All sorts of weird shit. But. Mm. I have a book about John Wick, actually. Mm hmm. And it opens up with um, a very funny story about um, when Ronald Reagan left office and uh, went to just be like a normal dude in California again. He had this office building he was going to move into and Secret Service goes in to check it out and there's bullet casings everywhere. They're like, what in the hell? Why are there bullet casings everywhere? And they, they, they looked into it and it ends up it was Nakatomi Plaza. It was one of the Nakatomi Plaza sets from Whoa. Die Hard. <laughs> so it's sick. He's I'm like, like, sweep all these up, put them in a case. <laughs> I hope so. I'm like, Where's oh. John McClane's blood? <laughs> yeah. Like, what I wouldn't give for at least a couple of those. Make some necklaces, man. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's super cool. Only in, only in Hollywood, man. <laughs> but also, would it just be like laid like that? And just be like, here it is. <laughs> yeah. It's still there, whatever. You want it the way it is? It's Die it. Hard was here a sec ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just awesome. They gotta do something with all that shit, right? Oh, really? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, hopefully they put it all into a nice jar and have. I always kind of wondered, like, what happened to those like sitcom house sets? You know, I know they reuse some of them for other shows. Yes. And, like, they'll pop up. Shit. Yeah, yeah, but I wonder. Yeah, like I know, like Will and Grace was in a museum. Oh, see. And yeah, they actually yeah. went to the museum and got it back when they when they brought it back the oh, show. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, like where's friends? Where's friends? Yeah, friends has got to be or Seinfeld. All that shit. Yeah, all those all those old sitcoms. Like, where's the town? <clears throat> I'd like that town. Just to build a Springfield, yeah. have all the sitcom houses. <laughs> that would be interesting. That they, would be. they probably have something like that. It's almost like Universal Studios. Yeah, I'm sure it's a back lot somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, we had a shot of the rare breed before the show. We did. It was nice. It was it's, nice. It's nice, it's like a heavy shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of syrupy. Mm-hmm. But now it's time to... We're going to... Uh, French pressing it. Yep. It's going to go hard. This espresso blend is our most audacious coffee. Smash Pop is a clash of fruity sweetness and dark richness. This hyper-expressive blend is as good as it gets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's definitely a slap-you-on-the-head coffee thing. Coffee. Rare breed coffee, Nashua, New Hampshire. Oh, New Hampshire. Nice. Dope, okay. Roasting since 2001. All right, then. Hell yeah. <clears throat> and their thing is like, question everything, fear nothing. Yeah. Da -da -da. Cool. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I dig it. Also, I had some, uh, I've been sick all week, 
And yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm going to have some of that long run coffee with the electrolytes. Oh, yeah. Dude, magic. Yeah. Magic. Get them electrolytes back. Those the electrolytes moment. are like helping you out. So. That's awesome. Mm. Also, I've had it after I run. Nice. Like, and wonderful. Hell yeah. Not into the before run coffee. It's after. So, I'm, I'm turning the long run coffee up on his head. That's a good one. <laughs> I've been trying to do like, I've been making like a creatine collagen hydration packet drink. Oh, fun. It's pretty okay. solid pre-post workout kind of thing. That's nice. I do, um, I like to do liquid IV and collagen. Yeah, that's there. I use Mix it mixes up really well. Yeah. Don't normally add creatine to it, but that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I got some fruit punch creatine. Ooh. Very nice. And then like I think golden cherry liquid IV. Oh the golden yeah, my wife likes the golden cherry. That's pretty good. Uh I just got one that's like what, pina colada and mojito. Combo. I've had them. Pina colada's okay, the mojito sucks. Okay, I haven't had the mojito opinion. yet. Just had them pina colada, it was really tasty. There's some weird ones, but yeah, they, they're trying shit out. I like that they're trying, man. The salt like ones, the element ones. I like ones. the element, yeah. Those are nice. They have a chocolate one that's disgusting, though. <laughs> just as it is what it is. Man. That's funny. It's health. <laughs> right, and just because it says chocolate in the packet, people are like, yes. Mm hmm. Ooh. It's nice. That's coffee, coffee. Mm hmm. Very fruity, though. Mm hmm. Yeah. Enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Oh yeah, a lot more flavor comes out in the French press. It's very interesting. It's very different. Yeah, it's a little more subtle in the shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the shot's a little more subdued. It's just stronger because you know it's mm -hmm. a shot. But um, this is like yeah, it's more spread out. Yep. I like it. Mm. Ah, that's nice. It's good for the day. Feels good. Been having my just standard cup in the morning. A little oh, nice. bit of collagen in there too. Ooh, interesting. <clears throat> um, try and keep it. Sometimes I'll do cream, sometimes I'll just keep it black. Ah. Uh -huh. But the rest of the day it's just been black. Just black all day? It. Yep. Uh, I've been doing a new protein shake. I've been back on the protein shakes. It's been a while. But um, inspired by Arnold. Nice. Um, yeah, I just put a whole egg in there. Shell and everything. There you go. And I had some collagen coffee creamer that is horrible as coffee creamer. It does not mix up. But I'm like, I'll put a scuba dad in there. And I put like a banana and some blueberries and some powdered green things that I haven't been using. So I'm going to use those up. And um, yeah, then just some, like any kind of milk. I've been using oat milk lately. Blend up. Go, oh, let's yeah. chug it. Nice. It's phenomenal. That'll do it. That entire egg thing, man. The shell and everything. Raw egg. It's really nice. Yeah. Like, I feel the difference. Eggs are awesome. Eggs are dope. Yeah. Mm. I forget his name, but he's like an ex-bodybuilder, ex-Mr. Olympia, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. He's like talking eggs, eggs, eggs. He's like, I start the day with a bunch of eggs, all the shit. <laughs> he's guest on. Yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> he's pretty awesome. He's like, he's just super against processed shit and, you know. That's nice. Goes through, goes through stores and tells you bad shit. <laughs> you know how bad this shit is? Let me like, tell you. It's not even, he's not even like pumping products or anything. He's just like, eat Whole Foods. See you later. <laughs> yeah. He's like, carrots rock. Go. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But yeah, the, uh, I've been reading That Courage is Calling and that it's all the same book in tandem. Ooh. And actually like, they piggyback really well. Really? Because they either tell talk about, about something in history or something in industry 
or in history, in industry, mm -hmm. about like whatever the concept of the chapter is. Yeah. <clears throat> and it always kind of leads into the next chapter with that, and they both do the same thing. Yeah. So, kind of get a double dose of two different viewpoints, but the same kind of content. Interesting. It's, it is interesting. So it kind of fills in different gaps. So, yeah, they fill in each other's gaps? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, getting sort of the historical viewpoint or like uh, maybe like a stoic viewpoint and then plugging it into like how it's historically accurate or historically affected people and then even how it can apply into like business and shit like that Whoa! across two different books usually it's like in one book so like yeah but i'm but getting this a similar message this, across two different books i need to get a copy of that book for myself um but uh does it give you, like, the stoic ones more of the personal, and then the same as always is more of the, like, overview, like, overview, like community? Yeah, so it'll go from, like, personal level <coughs> to, like, human village level. Neat. So it scales up interesting. I, th I would, like, recommend reading them together. together. Okay. In a weird way. Mm. What a fun find. Because I've been reading meditations with that as well. Yeah. So I'll read the old word, the new word, and then, and then the kind of, like... Uh, business overview or you know historical two together overview. that's nice that's one of the reasons why I like to read multiple books at a time mm -hmm. is because that's the only way you're ever going to notice these crossovers is if you're you're, you're dipping in mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's interesting well then uh, like they talk about certain things like removal of stuff over time mm -hmm. uh, even like specific bible verses and like uh Historical documents that were just like removed, altered, and, yeah, <laughs> altered, and like things were deleted and all this stuff. And like I'm looking at all those things, like cross-referencing things. I'm like, oh my god, like, wait, what the hell? Ah, yeah. yeah. it's interesting. Well, and you know, to actually look into shit yourself. <laughs> it's funny, yeah, when you start doing that. But you know, it's funny. It's impossible to directly translate languages. Mm -hmm. And being that 75 percent of the Bible is translated from the Torah, it's horribly translated, like really bad. Yeah, and so, and then. That gets changed and changed and changed. It's changed and just every <laughs> step of the way. And so it's just like you just see this cascade. Now it's funny because the Torah has a backup for that. Of if you look at really old texts, um, is it leads all the giant ass books, and in the middle is the original text, and then around it is sort of generational interpretations. Mm. And someone will read it and then have like an interpretation. And you That's go through cool. like 5,000 years of generational interpretations yeah. of that. That's cool. It's, it's really neat. So you can trace it, how it changes. And that's, yeah, it's like you can actually see the oh. web. Yeah. You see the, and it's then how it sort of changes with society kind of thing. But then here's the OG. Here's how it started. <laughs> but then, I don't know, it makes, it makes me think of it. It's just like, forget which one of them said. I think courage is calling and said it's like do we really experience anything like that different and then that it's all the same book or, or it's ever yeah it's, it's like proving that it's all generally <laughs> in fact insane. we don't yeah <laughs> how it's like i feel like everyone's so like tuned into like having a unique experience and like and you are as you, know, you, as you yeah but like yeah. overarching themes Over, this is happening the <laughs> you know there are Renaissance paintings with Sylvester Stallone in them. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> People behave the same way about certain things, and even 
despite like technological advances and stuff, it's like pretty much the same way of thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's the, <laughs> which is alarming. It's really weird. Way, yeah, and it's also like and you're also like there's almost like a comfort in it. You're like, oh, humans. Yeah. 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 Or I guess you know, even if you want to drag it into like the the kung fu treachery realm, how many of the same person have you met in your years of training? Oh yeah. I know you already. It's, then the guy does something thinking they're unique. You're like, nah. I really I, know, I know what's coming next, man. Jiu-jitsu <laughs> and martial arts is such a very like dialed in. So dialed in. It's so much view. smaller than you want it to be. Yeah. Well, it's like a dialed in. It's hyper concentrated mm-hmm. of like that type of thing or whatever, just because of the way fighting is. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But that today. There isn't exactly like a warrior class unless you're in like the military or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's as close as we're getting. So and even in, even in that, that's there's levels. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, but I think people inherently have that, you know, and still need to express that. So I think martial arts is a good way to do it. Uh, yeah, I think even just you know sport in general, I think has become the is, is the expression of such a thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I prefer it. It's better than the warrior bit because we're not out killing each other. Right. Which is fine. But you now know. Now you're just talking shit online. Now you're just talking shit online. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like, if you got it in you to like get in a fist fight, then go spar. Go right. compete. Right. Like, fight well, that's hard. That's the thing. That's sort of <laughs> the wedge in. Yeah. It's like, if you do have that, go to a gym. <laughs> yeah, get There's in there. An Become a professional fighter. Do a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then realize, like, all right. Getting hit in the face is fucking wild. Like, <laughs> is it wild? It's but satisfying. you're not made of glass either. Yeah, you're not. And then, you know, do it as long as it satisfies that itch. And then when it doesn't, that's the hard part. Then you got to stop. Yeah. And then you got to pull back. Yep. <laughs> Reframe. Yep. Not hmm. wrong with that. No, I got to. Got to eventually. Ah, Rampage and uh, Vandalay are going at it again. Oh, really? Revive. Fighting again. That's wow. the rumor. Because they can. Because someone wants to die in the ring. Because they do hate each other, true. Uh, Rampage has a sick podcast, actually. I've been meaning to listen to more of it. I saw I when he interviewed Machida. It was dope. Yeah, his yeah. shorts are awesome. But I've been seeing it pop up, all the guests. Like, all yeah. the people I want to hear. Yeah, it's like Machida, Chelsan, and Chuck. Like, he hangs out with everybody. Yeah. You know? And everyone's like far enough past it mm-hmm. that they're like cool about Except it. Except Vondra. <laughs> Except Vondra. He never gets past it. Yeah. Someone fixed his nose, he's new again. Right. <laughs> it's interesting to hear, like, Rampage talk about inside baseball shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, his point of view of it. And because Rampage is just funny, too. Oh, he's He's funny. fucking hilarious. He's hilarious. And he doesn't take himself too seriously. Right. So it's just always a funny story, even if he's, like, ripping on himself. And he's always interesting because he's like, I hate training. I love fighting. Fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the one guy in the world that I love that has that mindset. Yeah. Normally that pisses me off. And yet, Rampage, I love. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know, and just hearing his reaction to, like, the Ricardo Arona fight when he slammed his way out of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Knocked him to his highlight reel finish. Oh, I'd like to hear that. He's like, yeah, he's like, I didn't feel like the crowd, all this shit was, like, for me, and like, I was feeling like shit was kind of rigged, blah, blah, blah. He fucking kicked me and dislocated my jaw, and I was like, I gotta fucking end this. <laughs> yeah. I just fucking slammed him, put him through the earth. Dislocated like, yeah. jaw sucks. I imagine. I, I've done it. Um, popping it out's not hard. Popping it back in, one of the worst things you'll ever go through. It took yeah. three tries. Oh, I had a giant lump on the side of my face for years. I know a tremendous number of people <laughs> who have broken their jaw, but like haven't, well, not from fighting. 
Oh, really? Yeah. What the fuck? How do you break your jaw not fighting? Uh, they That's, fall. They you fall? They land on it? They hit something, yeah. I guess I broke my face on a bike wreck once. My backpack did it. I had a few. But, some, I had a friend who... I forget what happened. They were dehydrated and they passed out. <laughs> clocked on the side of a table or something. Dang. Uh, another one like hit their head on a drinking fountain. Broke their jaw. Well, I guess we have break falls so ingrained in us Brooke, that we just don't jaw. even... She broke her jaw? Mm -hmm. As a kid. No way. Yeah. I've, been, I've had break falls just pounded into me so much that like even if I'm unconscious, I fall and I'm like, hmm, protect the head. Uh, <laughs> I had like a student this past like couple of weeks who like was kind of having issues with him. Like you got to tuck and slap like every time mm -hmm. right now. Like every single time. Perfect. You got to do like, it right. Because the mad headache will fuck with you. <laughs> yes. And this snap back will yeah. mess you up. For sure. Mm-hmm. And then she did it really well this past week, so. Oh, good. No it is. Headaches. It's one of those things, like riding a bike. You don't mm -hmm. get it until you get it. Once you feel a good one, you're like, oh, okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> After a 10 bad ones, you're like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. to be different. You got to get enough pain to be motivated. <laughs> yeah, fucking. That's what I got. Pain in my fucking leg. Oh, I jacked your knee up. Playing with the kids. I'm 31. Yeah. Really <laughs> was that, like, no, it's because... It has nothing to do with 31. It's because you tried to row 5,000 meters in two seconds. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> After not doing it After for like a year. <laughs> Blame age. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'll find something. It's not me. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> that's a real specific skill, man. Yeah. That was, that's, that's where my arrogance really gets me. I'm like, fucking, fucking bike sprint. Fucking, fucking do that shit. shit. Whatever. I'm fucking, it's not fighting someone. I can do that. No, I fucking... Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. Uh. <laughs> that's what I get. That's good for you. It's not that bad. You yeah. sprained a little. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I didn't even do it then. It was like I was fucking around with kids. And no. I stood up too fast. I was like, oh, oh, oh it went. It was oh, too tired. Legs. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that's a. Uh... Oh, one of the kids fucking hit me with a, like, a pretty sweet double leg, actually. Like, they're like, they drove <sighs> Just a lot it. better than I thought they would. Mm -hmm. and I was kind of going laterally. I was like, all right, nice. You're like, you dope, pal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to compliment the kid when they slam and they smash you. Oh, yeah. I was like, you're like that hurts so bad. Yep. That was awesome. Like, ah. <laughs> Do it again. Still got the arm bar. <laughs> Still got arm bar. <laughs> well, That's been fun. We've been teaching them like arm bars and shit. Oh, nice. Kid, little kids on arm bars, Dude, man. they're killers with it. They kill you. If they get, like, the corner turn and all that shit, Lego, if they get all the pieces to it, they're, like, they, Nasty. And they start doing it fast, it's, yeah. Yeah, because they're so tiny. They just, they just rock it in. Yeah. yeah. One time, uh, my daughter was little. She was probably eight or nine. Her brother had the remote and wouldn't give it to her. She tackled his ass and arm barred him and just took the remote out of their hand. He's like, Cough! I'm like, dude, don't break his arm. Yeah. Just like, thank you. He's like, what the heck? Uh, <laughs> I had one of them. One of them, like, said something to another one. was like, oh, you can't fight. Or, like, said something like that. And the other one just kind of, like, blacked over in the eyes and, like, double-legged him in the mouth. You know what I mean? Like, you... It's like bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to show you right now. Yeah, now I can fight. That's awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Uh coming up going to LA next weekend well there's next weekend yeah mm, nice and like we're getting to the point where we're maxed out like oh good we, hit, we usually have like 30 slots okay because that's just a lot of people for two yeah. people to end yeah um 
but I mean, like we're hitting the max, so that's better, sick. Better tape up your knee. No shit. <laughs> yeah, that, and then AOJ. So like, be training oh, all weekend. Man. Rest up this week, bro. Yeah, I know. I'm like, all right. Oh, bring yeah, a nice white gi. Huh? <laughs> bring the nice white gi. I know. AOJ is so beautiful. Take some pictures. I have one good white gi. All right then. Then I think. Like, they'll let you wear your white gi for their gi classes, but then, like, if you do no gi, you have to wear their, like, AOJ gear. Oh, really? I think, yeah. That's interesting. I love how it's always different from school to school. Everyone's got their own rules. I like how in jiu-jitsu, everyone tries to have, like, the standardized thing, but there's zero percent. There's zero standardization. It's just a matter of what you pay attention to and who you kind of drive with. Yeah. But, I don't it's just, like, there's so much diversity with it some people would probably call it disorganization it's just like personal standards are yeah. so varied just different and yeah. like i think that's part of like the divisiveness is like it's like we have this standard and we're the it's, you know it's like we're the, yeah. the paramount of this and this i don't know it's like everyone doesn't realize they're a subculture of a subculture yeah you know that's reflecting their overall culture in their town and i remember like <laughs> at a certain point in like my jujitsu journey or whatever it's like i'm looking for the source i'm looking for the information yep i yep. think i'm close all this bullshit we're all looking like, for the source and yeah. then you change your mindset and it's like i grew up a little bit and it's like oh i can accept information from a lot of different sources oh shit that's it's nice. all the same shit yeah just yeah yeah but it's kind of like it's kind of like your books you're reading of you're like it's all the same right and, and then, what and here's then where it started see like, the and you see the, the different personal personality types. types that pop up. You're like, oh, okay, this uh, is that. This is what's happening. Interesting. Yeah. So. The, the personality types thing can be fun. Yeah. It's because you can, it, it almost, in the martial arts world, it's almost predictable. Yeah. You meet that personality, you're like, I already know you. Especially after, you know, like yeah. years in it. Yeah. You're like, yeah. You're tuned up for it. And that's like, some people are just like, man, I can't fucking stand this guy. I don't know how you can hang out around while the shit's one years of practice two boundaries three yep. i'm an adult yeah you know i know this is the people are people yeah yeah and it's a choice you're choosing to hang out around a person even if they're something about that bothers you yeah you're not being forced to no and then, <laughs> and then it's like if it's for particularly like a training of thing it's like we're training mm -hmm. they're a good training partner just train train after that don't have to eat don't have to fucking nope. you know what i mean just get the training in and then use that personality for the training yeah you're getting something out of that yeah even if it's just annoying the shit out of you you're getting something out of that oh, i have yeah. in a fight all the time absolutely yeah <laughs> so yeah it's uh just interesting that is an interesting like grown-up take on such a thing because, like, as a kid, you get trapped in that shit, and you can be in a oh, toxic yeah. environment, but and then, I like, have. still... Yeah, I, I was, too. I was absolutely. Like, yeah, fuck and, that guy. and you're, like, kind of taught, but you use it anyway. And then you grow up, and you use it anyway, but you're, like, it's all positive. And you're, like, yeah, okay. People are who they are. Whatever. Go. Boundaries. That, like, um, tweaks people out sometimes, though. Yeah. And you're just, like, they're doing their thing. Yeah. It does. I'm on my path. They're on their path. They're doing they their thing. To be stoic about it, that doesn't, you know, that does not ask... To for my judgment. Yeah. It's not asking me to judge it. I'm not going to judge it. That does tweak people when you don't judge it. When you're like, hmm. But in a way, it is, you are judging it in a way, quietly or, you know, whatever. And you keep it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're... But then also, like, there's that weird part of it where you have to be 
not judged. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. And not take that on. Not take that on, not take it personal. So that's yeah. where I think that does help. Like, mm -hmm. There's no reason for me to be like, yeah, I fucking hate that guy. What does that do? Yeah, nothing. It pollutes the room. Yep. Like, no. Train, go home, end of day. Yep. And I mean, if, if you actually don't like that guy, you can just make a boundary. Right. And you only associate with him so much. And if he's not hurting anybody, it's then okay. Right. And like, even like separating art from artists. Like, ah, yeah. You know. I love a Tom Cruise movie. Right. I don't know about Tom Cruise. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, their art in terms of martial arts is good. Mm-hmm. Their practice yep. and all that, they add value to a room. Cool. Cool. Good. Yeah. End of day. Go home. <clears throat> even as simple as, that's a body type I need to work mm -hmm. with. Bam. Yep. Do it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like removing emotionality from training, even. That's an interesting thing because, like, fighters are emotional creatures. Fighting is emotional. Fighting is super emotional, yet you're no good at it if you're emotional. Mm -hmm. And you could remove the emotion. So, it's the way, like, yet you use it to process emotion. <laughs> it's kind of an ass backwards shit. thing, but it works. <laughs> yeah, it totally works. But it's um, I haven't I haven't been able to get super deep on that. I've just recognized it and the sort of contradictory bits of it mm -hmm. that aren't contradictory. They sort of fit together, but I don't know why. I'm like, huh? Okay. Yeah, martial arts are like contrarian little bitches, like in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, <laughs> mm, this coffee cools off nice, actually. Yeah, it's great. I'm digging it. Yeah, I've had like a good coffee I've had lately. I mm. was having a, a skid for a minute. Oh, just like timing. I was just like, ah, oh, shit, ran out. Don't have time. Fuck it. Ah, shit. Ah, I can't get the stuff. Yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah. Right. I think we've been on a good run. We've got a few new coffees coming in. As far as uh, cars this day goes, yep. we've got some good stuff happening. I'm happy about. Do you need any travel coffee? Probably. Uh, I have nothing. Okay, we're on the way out, man. We'll hook you, got you up. Koreans? Um, I think I got some Koreans. I got some pour overs, too. Ooh. Yeah, I found some in Coffee Island. I was digging around for something. I was like, oh, my God. Brilliant. So, yeah, I'll hook you up. Yeah, I'll take those out of your hands. Yeah, just remind me. We always forget. Um, we got to do it on the way out. We, get, yeah. we hit our, our patterns too strong. Huh? <laughs> our patterns too strong. Yeah, we just I know, go yeah, through yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I do that all the time. Like, the gym, anywhere. Like, mm hmm it's like, oh, then routine. Yep, the routine. I left half my shit. Like, nah, I'll be there tomorrow. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Whatever. <laughs> it's funny when your routine you know, like has a backup for when you fuck up the routine. Yeah. That's a strong routine. That's a strong routine. <laughs> but it's all right if it fucks up. Yeah, like, no plan for that. We're good. <laughs> and that also is like a good environment, blah, blah, blah. There's other keys. Yeah. That's true. That's cool. But the... Uh, um, there's another book I was kind of peeking through. Where you at? What was it? I forget what it was called. Another his, kind of historical overview one. Oh, interesting. But I think that one was a little more like weapons-based. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that was like my shit growing up. Weapons? I was like, I'm just going to do some weapon reports. And then... Heck yeah. And like, they're like, can you just like talk about something else? I'm like, yeah, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm reading uh, 
that Rome and Persia, mm. 700 years of rivalry book. Nice. It is like super straightforward though. And it's like, and it starts in like, like 300 BC. And we've just crossed over to AD. Mm-hmm. Like this chapter I started was like five to 36. I'm <laughs> like year five yep. to year three. Like fucking A. What's going on back then? <laughs> like, ah. It's crazy shit. But it's it's a cool book. It's just real name heavy and like real like specific like approximate date and this and it's just so we've pieced this together from these things. So like I'm not gonna memorize a ton of it, but yeah. it's really fucking interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, it's super cool. And I'm reading The War of Art as well mm. by Stephen Pressfield, who I had no idea also wrote Legend of Bagger Vance. Ah, okay. Which I fucking love that. I book. was like, that name sounds super familiar. Yeah, because I look at it every day on our bookshelf because Legend of Bagger Vance is sitting there. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't even realize, and I was like, "What? I love that book." And but no, War of Art's really cool, and it's just like, it's um, it's just sort of three separate like books, really. And it's a quick read. It's just kind of little blurbs. And the first chunk is about resistance, and it's like overcoming resistance. And then I don't know what the third part is, but I'll, I'll know by next week. Nice. It's really neat. It's very cool. I like it. Um, I like it so much, I'll probably buy your copy at some point. Um, but, <clears throat> and then I'm reading um, Odd Thomas. So Dean Koontz writes like thriller horror novels, like scary shit. And um, I was at the used bookstore and I saw the clearance rack at the used bookstore. I'm like, whoa, what is this? And I looked at it, it was a whole series. I'm like, I know Dean Koontz did a series. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna grab a bunch of these. And I have, like, I got a bunch of them. I don't have all of them, but I got, like, I think I got at least the first three in order, and then it starts skipping. But Odd Thomas is wild as shit. And it spent half the book building up to something horrible. Mm -hmm. And now I'm all emotionally invested in all these characters. And he keeps, it's him telling the story as as it already happened. And he sort of, every once in a while, he'll just drop a hint. Like... And this was a place of hope. Yeah. It would have remained that way had I not messed up here. I'm like, what? Oh, what shit. is going to happen? And all these people that I'm like starting to care about, I'm like, how many of them are going to die? Yeah, yeah. God damn it. No, I'm going to be throwing. Man. I'm reading this shit before bed. I'm going to be throwing the book. It's about to go down, man. <laughs> the next couple chapters, something's going to start happening. And I'm yeah. going to be like, ah! <laughs> it's going to unfold. But Dean Koontz is the shit, man. I love that guy. He writes some cool stuff. It'll mess with your head. It's scary. Yeah. But it's so well done. I watched... Uh, it was an M. Night Shyamalan. That is like... Again, I live under a rock, so I got like... Oh, this movie came out in 2017 that I didn't yeah. see. When he's on his game, M. Night Shyamalan's awesome. Yeah, this one was cool. I liked yeah. it. it was like The Visit. Oh, I haven't seen that one, but yeah. these kids like, visit their grandparents or whatever. Yeah. It's good. That's cool. It was a good twist. Yeah, when he's... <laughs> I liked it. I want to, yeah, I want to watch some of his newer stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, when he's on, man, his his stuff is good. It it took me, like, a long time to realize or, like, maybe, like, grow up a little bit or, like, have a developed sense of humor. But, like, he's fucking funny. Yeah. He has, like, funny shit in his movies. He's got, like, a weird dark humor. absurd dark shit, but, like, really funny stuff. It's high-level funny. Yeah. Yeah. He'll throw some jokes in there you don't realize unless, yeah. To make a lot of it just makes you go like what what the fuck what the hell <laughs> yeah and it works you're like why it doesn't even work huh <laughs> yeah no highly recommend I'll check it out I get into like spooky shit in spring really 
it's weird. I like like watching it throughout Halloween through the winter a little bit, and yeah. then in the spring I'm like, yeah, spooky. Spooky. I, don't know I think I handle spooky better. Probably there's more sunny. sun. Yeah, I'm, more I'm, sunny. Like, oh, I'm not gonna die. Yeah. In the winter, I'm like, there's real monsters. In <laughs> yeah, in the winter it gets it's too dark. Yeah. I was yeah. walking in my car the other morning, and I don't know what the fuck. Something was grunting at me, like some animal. I was like, what the fuck? You're like, come at me, bro. It sounded like... What's up? Yeah. I was, I was just mostly hoping it wasn't a fucking skunk, but... Yeah. <laughs> don't spray me, bitch. Uh. <laughs> it's their mating season. They're running around. That's funny. I like, because of all the things that could attack you. From, I know. Like a coyote, a deer. Of all of a, the things. You're like, not skunk, not skunk. Uh. <laughs> I've actually been like hyper fortunate with skunks. I've seen a ton of them, yeah. but only when they're off doing their thing. Oh, I don't like God. startle them. I don't like walk up on them. Like, oh, be. I like see them. I'm like, oh shit, that's a fucking skunk. <laughs> so, like, the black and white helps, you know, get, get eyes on them. Yeah. At, a, at my old house, um, there was this, this shitty little like back step that was all decaying that I admit like was going to replace. And before we moved, I never got around to it. But, um, I had gotten a uh, patio. Remember that cool-ass patio I had? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they kind of wall it off and stuff. But things would move in under the steps. And it was sort of alternating between a raccoon and a skunk. Dark raccoon, boy. I didn't mind. Yeah. They were fine. Skunk stank. Skunk stank, man. Because you could smell it in the, in the gym. I'd yeah. be in the dojong in the basement and be like, skunk, ah! Yeah. And so there's, um, there's mothballs all over there. Damn. Skunks hate mothballs. They don't like bad smells, which is all hilarious, Right. right? Bad smells and loud noises. And so I would mothball it. And then I would run the, the um, I'd either, like, sometimes I'd just play music loud. Or I'd just run the uh, the lawnmower. Something. Past it. And just be like, nah. And it would get rid of the skunk eventually. But, like, I wonder if people that live there now, like, find all the mothballs. Like, what the fuck are these? Anti-skunk <laughs> Yeah. I even got the closet one sometimes with the big discs. And I'd just slap them in there and they last forever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like family friends are like similar thing. Like they had like one hole in their porch or something. Shit would always get under there. Mm -hmm. They're like, it was pretty quiet for a long time. But then it started to stink. You're like, what the fuck? And then like, they, it was died in there. space, yeah. yeah. And like, something crawled in there and fucking died. Yep. And I was the only one small enough. Oh, yeah, so of I course. Was recruited to grab the fucker. And like, he's a possum. <laughs> oh, I yanked him <laughs> and threw away my clothes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> yep, he's, he's uh, not playing. <laughs> long dead. Yeah. Oh boy, that's funny. Yeah, but I'm hoping I don't have any spots like that here. Seems pretty tight. Seems pretty good. There, a bee got down here once. It was funny. So it would go up in the ceiling and then come back down. There's <laughs> a wasp nest on my patio. I got to deal with. Oh, not good. You did the hiccup paper bag thing. I've seen that. Like, I've seen like gasoline shit. I've seen all sorts of weird shit. Oh, uh, so they hang up the other thing that looks like a wasp nest, and the other wasps move away. Oh, really? Yeah. They'll just leave because they're like, oh, we're on your new, space. New tent. See ya. <laughs> nice. Or if you get lucky, they try to have like a gang war or something. Yeah. And you just watch the battle. <laughs> it's like, we'll, we'll spend a lot of time on the patio. Your patio is so, it's so perfectly located. It gets good sun. It gets the good sun, and but there's not a lot of traffic. It's nice. Eh, you'd be surprised. Yeah. A lot of dog traffic. Is there? Okay. walking. It's fine. Well, we do live in a neighborhood that's sort of laid out for that. Oh, yeah. It encourages no, 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 dog no, traffic, which is no totally cool. 
yeah, I'll take that any day. Um, the food truck, that lobster food truck came last week. Dude, yeah, I hit it. You did? Oh, I did. Nice. 20 bucks on a Dude, freaking sandwich. You're spending money. It was so worth it, though. It was so good. They just sent me an email about what they got. I forgot to go, like, last week. Last lobster truck was a few weeks ago now. I didn't go last week. My chicken bites. Ooh, chicken bites? Sandwiches, American comfort food. Okay. That's a general term. Right. American comfort Probably food. Like some tater sauce and shit. And, uh, yeah. Classico. Because, I mean, that's a lot of tasty food. Like, there's a lot of regions, though. Yeah. <laughs> I got a sourdough starter. Did you? Yeah. Dope. I'm trying to work with it. Got something sitting up right now. Nice. We'll see. All right. I'm going to make one of those this summer. That was always the plan. Construction's done. Sourdough time. Sourdough time. Yep. That's going to happen. Yeah. The starter smells great. They do smell so good. Yeah, I like it. Mm. Talk about things that never change. Sourdough starter. <laughs> That's been around forever. That's, yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with it. Yeah. It works. It's good. And, I don't know. It's just like... Going back to that guy, like, eating processed food, or not eating processed food, is about eating close to the earth. Yeah. Bread. Now, if you read ingredients list on bread, it's a mile long. It's insane, you, man. When it should be three ingredients, four yeah. ingredients, maybe. And you make bread. And then wheat. I mean, wheat's changed in mm -hmm. the U.S. If you just get, like, real wheat that's not hybridized and GMO'd Fuck and shit, with. it's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So I guess... In that, all that shit, it's like I'm looking for those reaffirming bits that are, that are reaffirmed. But, like, it's like, oh, this is where it went. This is where it started. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. I mean? You kind of find where it got pure. Yeah. What's the best version? It's like, this that. is when it started to really, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting, interesting thing with, like, advancement. It's like, it's a, just a, because you can't advance, you blow by the, the good thing. Yeah, so in terms you, of advancing a thing and optimizing this thing. I mean, the idea of advancement, what is it? Is it just move faster or is it be better, right? You're like, huh, I got messed up. <laughs> there, for certain things, like for technology and shit, I get it. Do mm. that, but then it's like, leave the bread alone. You know, you did it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> leave the chickens alone. Leave yeah, the bread alone. Fine. Let <laughs> the cows just roam, man. Fine. Come on. I was watching a cool thing. Um, uh, I don't know one of the like food documentary things. I think it was on Netflix. It was the same people that did um, Game Changers. So they did like they took a bunch of twins. It was a big twin study, and they had one twin go total vegetarian, and the other twin go omnivore. Hmm. And they kind of judged how they saw how they reacted. But in what they were doing with the vegetarian versus the omnivore, they started to explore like. GMO stuff and where the meat comes from, where the veg comes from, and, um, and then they would interview different farmers. And you had like this dude who used to be a chicken farmer and got out because, like, all he did was own the land. And then corporation brought in all the chickens and the feed, and he was said he couldn't do it anymore. He said it was just it hurt him too bad to go in every day and pick up the dead chickens and see them yeah. be genetically altered so much they couldn't walk and all this shit. Right. And then you'd have like this other dude who was like a regenerative cattle farmer, 
which is just what used cattle farming used to be. Mm-hmm. Now it's regenerative. Right. But he had, you know, he had like three different pastures and he rotated them. Yeah. And they had different, you know, grasses and roots and things they grew in the pastures and the cattle would just run around and eat. And, you know, they're, they're distance athletes, man. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. And then you have like the farm the, the, that's the, you know, run by the corporation and it's just a factory. Horrible. Yeah. But it was really neat because they kind of, they straddled it and they're like, yeah, eating more veg is healthier and it shows in twin studies. But, like, where your food comes from really matters. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's like, look at like X, Y, and Z vegan products. It's like, yeah, they're vegan. They're processed as hell now, too. Processed up the ass. Like, it's nuts, man. So it's like, again, it's like you blew past the point. Yeah, you blew past the good stuff <laughs> and like... To just, prove some like weird moral point maybe to the point where it's just like... I don't uh, know. I don't think it's moral anymore. I think it's like profit. Right, yeah. So it's almost the exact same thing as big whatever. Yeah, it just became big whatever. Big vegan. <laughs> yeah, now it's just big vegan. But then, like, you see, I don't know, it's like you see all these, like, again, smaller farms, regenerative things. And it's just dumb. People who grow their own veg on their land. That, that's and that, like, you know what I mean? The people that are, you know, companion planting, mm-hmm. you plant the right stuff together, bugs don't fuck with you. Yeah. You know, and everything grows really well. And then, yeah, you and, get rid of invasive shit, and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> yeah, and it's just the old ways, you know. It's like, but put it's it the way it's supposed to be. Go it's a little it. slower. But maybe yeah, not quite as big. Franken vegetables or some shit. Yeah, but it's tasty. <coughs> well, so. It's just like when I eat, like anymore. If I eat like commercialized beef, you can tell a difference, man. When I eat my deer, fuck yeah, yeah. Or even just something as simple as like I get black nugget burgers when they're available at Giant Eagle. What's that? It's fucking good. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what they are, but the Giant our Giant Eagle has a really good, uh, really good butcher. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. And those Black Nugget Burgers, man, they're just $7 a pound. But fuck it, I get two of them. I made them on the weekend. They're awesome. And I know I can taste the difference between that and just like the other thing off the shelf. Mm-hmm. You know? There's a quality action going on there. And, you know. I think you can see so, the difference, too. And you can look at it. You can look it at it and tell. Different. I mean, especially with you hunting and stuff. You mm-hmm. get to get the wild deer. Dude, like. And you look at that and then. It's, you, when you get it back, it's frozen. But when you're cutting into it, you see the fine grain and the richness of the meat. You're like, oh, like that dude's in shape. That's what it's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, then I I follow this dude on YouTube who's like, he's actually in Ohio, but he's like a crazy good butcher. Oh, fun. He butchers everything: cow, bison, deer. This good that. butcher knows some he, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he puts out YouTube videos of like cool. how to do it all. That's so cool. I got like top to bottom deer breakdown so like i on, you know, on paper i know how to do it yeah <laughs> so that's, how you, that's how you start how you start it's yeah. totally different but i've learned a lot that's fun and yeah and if i can do that cost is even more effective yeah well when you figure that out invite me over i'd love to dissect it <laughs> it takes time that's the thing yeah it does take time it's not a one-person job yeah. nor do i have a walk-in freezer so <laughs> true yeah. if it's cold enough then it's fine but when I shot both of my deer, it was very warm. It's just warm this year. Yeah. Even now, it's cold out, but it's not. Nope. It feels nice. It's, it's like... Spells like hope. It's probably like, what, 40 out? Yeah. 42. But like, even like yesterday, like at one point, it was like 20-something. And it didn't feel that bad. Sun's peeking out. I was good. like, sunny. Like, spring's here. We good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that all day. Agreed. The sun's coming up at a... 
<coughs> sun's coming up earlier every day. Yep. And out. <laughs> and like, yeah, legitimately out. Yeah. And then you go to the northeast and it's like snow all over the damn place. How did that miss us? Wow. Uh, the Ohio Haven. Uh, for real, dude. We're getting the best of global warming. <laughs> like, just the best of it's right here, baby. <laughs> Milder winters and yeah. <laughs> whatever. Mm. Yep, Ohio's... Isn't Columbus, like, the fat... I think it's the fastest growing city in the country right now. Yeah, it's one of them. Yeah. No, I think it's one. I think it's number really, one. It's like straight up. Yeah, it's number oh. one. And that meaning, like, one and a half percent growth. Yeah. Which is a lot. It's a, that's thousands of people. But, um... Yeah, I saw a chart the other day. But yeah, we're number one. That'll probably only increase. Yep. So, uh, hopefully I don't screw with our neighborhood. That's all I'm saying. Gotta go buy some land while there's still some to get. Yeah, for real. Like, while we can still get away. (laughs) Yeah, I'm greedy now. Now that I have this, I'm like, I want more. Can you imagine how how quiet five acres would be? What? Yes. Uh, one day. All right, man. Well, I think we're about out of time. Cool. All Cheers. Right. Keep your coffee regular, everybody. Peace in.